0: Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. Hi Kay, welcome.
1: Hello, I'm glad to be here.
0: Today I have Kay L. Moody. She is a YA fantasy author with strong female character leads, which is near and dear to my heart as my readers will know. So I'm excited to jump in and hear about your book.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you love Strong Female Leads also. That's just my favorite kind of book to read. So it's always fun to find people who feel the same.
0: Tell us about your books, which do you have a series? Do you have one book? Tell us everything.
1: Okay. Everything. Wow. Everything. Everything.
0: A lot of pressure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have four series. Um, my first one is a sci-fi dystopian futuristic Um and as much as I love it, I quickly pivoted into fantasy, into epic fantasy. And all of my other series are epic fantasy. And I don't see myself leaving that genre anytime soon. So I really love it. Um, so I have The Elements of Camdaria is a trilogy. That's my second series. And then my um, most popular series, I will call it, is The Fae of Bitter Thorn. And then my current series is a spin-off, actually a spin-off series to the Faye of Bitterthorn called Faye and Crystal Thorns. So um as you may have guessed, I'm writing all about the Fae right now.
0: <laughs> Yay, so, if Fae are also one of my favorite topics. So we will have oh, a cool. time to talk about. <laughs> and I so the that.
1: first
0: the first three series are complete series, and then you're working on the fourth, which is the spinoff. Yes.
1: Yeah. So the fourth series the second book comes out in October so and that one will have five books okay um,
0: right now right (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah we'll see I guess as the muse takes me it's planned to be five books but we'll see
0: (laughs) I know I always say oh this is gonna be a trilogy and then four and five books later I'm like,
1: Yeah, I actually usually am a huge planner and all of my series have been exactly what I planned. But this series, man, it just like, it has a magic of its own, which I get every book does, every series does, you know, but this one more than any other, it just kind of is like, oh, that's funny. You thought that was going to happen. You know, this is going to happen instead. You know, (laughs) it's just, it's been fun to discover it.
0: Well, as an author, that's what makes, that's what makes writing fun for me. Like when I know everything that I want to put in a book, I kind of get bored. Like writing it isn't as fun for me. Like I need, I have a general outline, but I need to have some of those things unknown. So I get that creative piece while I'm writing. Is that what you do? Or do you have more of like, yes, I'm sticking to my outline. But that was like with this series, it's going haywire. But with previous Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I usually am much more of an outliner, uh, a plotter, as we call it. Um, I I do, I tend to have like a weird process where I start with like a really generic outline not generic but just um, more bare bones more of a bare bones outline and then um as I'm writing I'll go about five chapters ahead and kind of add in more details and then also before each chapter I like write out exactly what I'm gonna write in the chapter and then I write it and always no matter how I outline it always ends up a little bit different you know I mean it never turns out exactly but this I don't know. This series has just been... I'm. It's taking the pantser out, out of me, I guess. <laughs> it's turning me into more of a pantser. That's when you don't outline, right? And I don't know. I have my outline, especially with this book that comes out in October. I had my outline and... I don't think I've ever gone off outline so much before. <laughs> it still had the main points, but it it went off the outline quite a bit. So it's it's good though. I like how it turned out. <laughs>
0: That's good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely in one of my series I had someone who was supposed to be a bad character and I just couldn't do that to them. Like I couldn't make them a bad character. So, and then they ended up getting their whole own book and telling their whole story. So, that was like a major deviation, but my soft heart got the best of me.
1: I love that. That's so awesome. I love when things like that happen.
0: <laughs> I want to learn all about your Fae because I have a Fae series as well. And when I started my reading or writing my fae series, I didn't really do research on the current Fae and what people were doing as far as the um, I guess, rules of the Fae and their world. So I took a major deviation right turn and hopefully, or thankfully I should say, no one has yelled at me yet. So, but I want to know all about your faith.
1: Okay, I, you know, I love, that's one thing that is cool about writing. Um, you know, you really can do things your own way and um, it always kind of turns out, y- cool you know as long as you stick to your own rules right so I love that um I did a lot of research I well yeah as I'm a huge outliner and planner I'm like all about the research right so I kind of stuck to more of the traditional fae lore um not completely I added my own rules um like this one weird rule that seemed really cool before I had to start writing it was there is no time in fairy in my world. That's not a thing, okay? I just made this up. It exists in my world, nowhere else that I know of. But there's no time in fairy. They just are kind of like this very whimsical, like, oh, the testing will happen whenever the king is ready for it. You know, <laughs> so it's kind of like, who knows? He'll message us when we're ready. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like, they have no way to keep track of time. And actually, my um, main character, she tries to keep track of time, and she can't. She, like, makes these marks on a leaf, and then the next day, the leafs, the marks are gone. And so it's like, I mean, she can't keep track of time. It's just like, it's whatever, you know? So that's kind of my biggest deviation. But I do have, um, you know, the Fae cannot lie in my world, and they're, you know, stronger, faster. They have, like, really good hearing, and... Um, they're able, they all have like magic, they have different kinds of magic. There are some things that everybody can do. And then everybody's kind of good at a certain thing, a very specific magic. Um, So I also have, you know, like dryads, and there's a mermaid, who's actually not that important to the plot, but she's there. (laughs) And, you know, like, um, I've, of course, I can't think of any creatures now that I'm trying to think about it. But you know, dragons and gnomes, and then um, sprites. I have uh, also, I have brownies because when I was a kid. I don't know. I just was always really fascinated with the idea of a little creature that takes care of your house for you. I'm like, I need this. Even yeah. so. more so as an adult, right? Right, right. Yeah. So there are brownies and they do get paid sort of. They don't have money in my fairy either because they all can just like conjure gold or whatever, whenever they want. So they're very... um. But they do get paid in food, you know, it's like, you have to give me the food, the special food that I want, and then I'll take care of all your stuff, you know, so, (laughs) anyway.
0: That sounds so fun, do they have wings? Big question, do they have wings or no wings, or?
1: Uh, the Fae do not have wings, well, I mean... There is one. I'm not going to say who, because you got to read the book to okay, find no out. No
0: spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> there is, although,
1: Anyway, they can have wings, I guess. They just don't usually. What about your fae? Do they have wings?
0: Yes, my fae have wings, which I realized was, I, it was funny. It was on a podcast like this that I started talking to someone who had written fae books, and I realized that I hadn't followed any of the rules. Like, they're Iron is fine for them, they can lie if they want to, although they're normally good and don't lie. There are people, um, or fey in my world, that um, tend to you know, have subterfuge or go against the grain. They do have time, they have hourglasses, glasses, but that's very cool in yours because it adds an extra element of challenge, right? For the, yeah. Your main character there. Um, they live in, my say, live in Middle Earth, so it's under our plateau of normal Earth, right? And they go to Middle Earth through the Fairy Rings, which have openings to go into their world. So in their land, they can't hear each other. They're not super fast. They're not super strong. Most of them don't have powers. But then when they come to Upper Earth, which is our realm right they are like vampires so they have all those super hearing super powers because they don't have the extra weight on them that they have in middle earth that's my reason that's so so cool that's sort of what i did with my fairies it's more of a tinkerbell fairy maybe than it is um and they're but they're human size too so more of a tinkerbell fairy but their time is different from our time so they their time is like up, so their lives are only like half of what a human life would be. But if they if they come to our world, then they live a really long time, like 900. Uh, years
1: so,
0: wow, that's and there's a cool. lot of rules about if you stay so long in upper Earth, you get caught and you can never go back. And there's rules about people going back and forth, so things like that too. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's cool. So I should say my series um, because it sounds like yours is more contemporary it takes place it like our time so yeah. yeah mine is not at all the um the main character is human she is not fae and she is taken to fairy you know but um she does not live in contemporary time <laughs> it's like it's like medieval time so well it's
0: interesting because the contemporary time is going on in my upper in the human world but in the Fae realm, they don't have technology. So they mm-hmm. don't, even though they know about computers and all those things, data and electricity, they don't use it. They've chosen not to use that. So that's how I get around. I don't that's really cool. like technology that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it your can... main character trying to get back to her world or is she happy? Um,
1: well, in book one... Okay so I have two fae series right so in court of bitter thorn that's my very first fae book that I ever wrote uh yeah she's trying to get back and in my second series she, she does want to go back, but she has to accomplish something first. She has like, she realizes she doesn't want to go. She's like, there's no way I'm coming with you to fairy. Are you stupid? They're not going to do that, you know? But then she realizes that an issue that she's having is being caused by something that's happening in fairy. So she has to, she has to like fix that before she can go home. So.
0: Very cool. Well, I'm excited to read all of them. How did yeah. you get your ideas Yours for your too. Sorry? How did you get your ideas for your book?
1: I don't know. <laughs> From my head, no. Um, I was very inspired by uh, The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. Um, it, I'll be honest, that series, it's so dark, the first book, which it's like she is so amazing at writing it. You know what I mean? Like she is really good at writing that um I, I can't think of how to explain it, but it's just, it's very well done. It's very well done. It definitely pulled me right in. And by the third book, it's not as dark. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is really good for me, especially. <laughs> so, um, And not that I stray from dark topics in my books. They definitely can get dark for sure. But um, I was just so inspired by how she did really followed the um, traditional Fae lore a lot more than some of the other uh books. And so I really liked that. And I also really loved the Iron Fae series by Julie Kagawa. Um, and she also follows a lot of traditional Fae lore and um, her world building was just so fantastic. So I don't know. I guess those were kind of the reasons, those were the books I guess that made me want to write Fae. Um, So I guess I got my ideas from there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and have you always been a fantasy reader?
1: Uh-huh, yeah. I mean I I also have read other genres too, you know what I mean? Like in high school, I always, I really liked Jane Eyre, you know, by Charlotte Bronte. That was a huge favorite. And um also Crime and Punishment by Fyodor Dostoevsky. I had to read that for school, you know, but it's so good. It like delves into the psychology of a killer, and it was just really fascinating so I do like other genres but um yeah fantasy is the best of course
0: (laughs) (laughs) we think so (laughs) yeah (laughs) super fun what do you want your readers to experience when they're reading your book oh
1: I just love this question and it is actually coming at a very opportune time. I've been thinking about that a lot this week and um, just because of other things, it's just ironic that you're like asking me now, because this has been something that's been on my mind a lot this week. Um, So one thing that I really like, is taking a regular person, I guess, and making them into an extraordinary person, you know? And just kind of that chosen one mentality. And just kind of realizing that, like, of course, in fantasy, these characters are getting into scenarios that we in our lives would never get into, you know, we're not going to be saving the world or, you know, whatever, all these things. But, um, but I just really love that idea that, you know, even just a regular person, anybody, any, even the person who feels like the most unimportant person in the world like you can be important in in your world you know you can be the hero of your own story and you know maybe you're not saving the world but there are other things that you can do and so I don't know I think just that idea that all of us can be extraordinary in our own lives in our own way
0: I love that I just got chill bumped because that's sort of what my whole finding the magic podcast and um, mission is that we all have and I call it magic because it's that special parts of people that are different and unique and that they're giving back to the world and it's all different for every one of us right we all have something unique that we can contribute and I just think it's so cool and, and it sounds very aligned with your your mission or your ideas of just having those characters that bring something special to wherever they are so that's very cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, we are just on the same wavelength here.
0: <laughs> this is great. Our fairies can meet up. That's what I keep thinking. Like I talked to um, Rose Garcia. I don't know if you mm-hmm. followed her book or not, but I she has um, shimmer fairies that live above the realm of the human earth. And I'm like, hmm, our fairies can meet up. <laughs> More <laughs> traditional like yours, like they don't have have wings and they are harmed by iron and they can't lie and things like that and they have this made they used to live with the humans but then they had this major war with the humans and now they live separate and they don't like the humans so um but at some point I'm like oh we should have our all our fairies meet up and they can have a big battle against the bad people or yeah
1: exactly well especially yours how yours are like living beneath and then hers are living above I love that right I love how all of us have to figure out like well where are they where do they live I had I had very epic plans planned and they were too complicated so I never ended up doing that but <laughs> I was gonna be like originally my idea was that the fairy is earth it's just like a different dimension or something so it's like all exactly the same the typography or not typography the the land is like all the same the mountains and everything anyway I ended up not doing that it's a totally different place various
0: <laughs> oh, oh
1: cool well that's
0: sort of how my middle earth is like it's the same typography as earth it's just mirrored so
1: oh cool cool yes.
0: One thing that's a kind of a big trend I've seen recently, and maybe you have them, maybe you don't. Do you do
1: hardcover books? I do, yes. Um, So not all of my series have hardcovers. I actually have been getting... If, <laughs> People have been asking, are you going to get hardcovers for this series? My favorite Thorn* series. And I'm like, well, if enough people ask me, I will. And yeah, it's starting to be I'm getting enough people who have asked me. So I, I think I'll probably aim for that in January. Um, but my newest series, um, my current series does have hardcovers and they are so awesome. A, I mean, let me just tell you how awesome my books are. <laughs> no, but it really is exciting because um, it's it's more of an interesting cover, a lot more interesting than the paperback. So um, the way it works is the dust jacket that goes on top of the hardcover, um, it has a cover that just looks like, you know, the ebook and the paperback. It's just this you know, pretty castle with ruby red spires, you know, but then under the dust jacket, you take the dust jacket off. There's this other design that's on the actual, um, case board of the hardcover and it has, um, it kind of is like an illustrated look where it's the same as the front cover, but it looks illustrated more. And then on the back cover, I'm holding my hands out, like as if I'm showing you, (laughs) as if I actually had a book in my hand, which I do not. (laughs) Anyway, um, but on the back cover, it has an illustration of my, um, main character and her love interest. And, uh, it's so good. Okay. I did not draw this illustration. I have no art skills at all. So, um, I'm allowed to sing its praises because the illustrator is amazing. So for book one, um, her Instagram, if anyone wants to look her up, is art by Artemis. And she did the illustration on the back of the hardcover. And it's so beautiful. And then book two also has the same kind of thing where it has the dust jacket that looks the same as the ebook and then under it has this kind of illustrated cover and then on the back cover has another different illustration of the main character and the love interest and that one was done by Arts of K so it's A-R-T-Z-Z-K-A-E that is the illustrator for that one so Fine. it's very that cool sounds,
0: that sounds very cool I've never heard of doing that so that was a great idea it's like a bonus for those hard yeah.
1: yeah and also I actually forgot about this um the hard covers also do have a bonus chapter from the love interest perspective mm-hmm. um all the other chapters are written just from the female main character but the bonus yeah the hard covers do have a bonus chapter so
0: very cool that's a great offering i never thought of putting like a different chapter or more chapters in the bonus book, or the hardcover book neat really neat and do you paint the edges have you gone there yet
1: um not yet maybe someday yeah, <laughs> yeah. very cool. cool we'll see
0: i just did my first hardcover book and i'm doing more research and learning more about it um, but i had an illustrator for this book um, it wasn't in the face. Series a different kind of a not even a spinoff, just a different whole thing. But um, yeah. So he because I have this artist and he already does art. I'm like, oh, you can paint the page edges. That would be great.
1: There you but, go.
0: I can't wait to see them. He's working on them this week.
1: So. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I actually did do hard 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 covers for my very first series. Um, but you know, for that series people just weren't interested in them enough. So I I never did them again, but they're kind of picking up in popularity now. So now I'm really having a lot of people be like, well, when were you getting hardcovers for these other series? I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> maybe someday.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm seeing them more and more. That's really
1: mm-hmm. cool. Well, tell us where we can find
0: all your books. Uh,
1: okay, so my books are available everywhere. Um, I mean, I, maybe there are some places, I I know they're kind of hard to find If you live in Canada, they're hard to find at Indigo, but pretty much everywhere else they're available. So, um, if you're an ebook reader, they're on Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes and Noble, Google Play, and Kobo. Um, If you're into the special fancy hardcovers, those are available pretty much everywhere. You can buy books online. Um, they may not always have them in a bookstore, but you can pretty much always find them on the online bookstore. Um, they are also available at most libraries. If your library doesn't have it, you can always request it from your library and they'll be able to get it. So just oh. all over. <laughs> but, and what is your website so people can learn more about you? Oh, yes. It's just klmoody.com. So it's K-A-Y dot com.
0: fun and coming soon what is the title of your october release
1: oh uh, the upcoming one is shadow and crystal thorns Ooh, very cool title i love yeah. it Thank and you. Is,
0: you said it's gonna be part of a three four five book series
1: uh this one's a five book series so this okay. is book two that comes out and yeah five books
0: well, super congratulations. That's very exciting. And thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Tricia Copeland. And I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.